Nate made that up. Will there be a little ride on Space Mountain? What the fuck are you doing? He got me all flummergasted. Where does he come up with a thousand holes? This guy went to flash you. You are that crooked. Rice cake walk, baby. This place is apropos. You really agitate us. Now, nothing that happened here tonight even vaguely resembles professional wrestling. Whistle till I get the clothes on. This ain't the end. Somebody go get me a bucket. Gonna rain the car beef and cabbage. Maybe the uh, fidget a little bit. I understand. You will have to depend on the pens for the rest of your life. Straight OG brother, is that what you're saying? Don't you worry about my hands. Uh, time. April Fool's. Black coffee boy. I feel like a combination of Bob Barker and Ric Flair. I tried to apologize. Get up against a chain link fence and rake yourself across it. What do you call Chives. I have extra money tonight in case we run a little short. Perhaps you should seek professional help. Like a little, little, little stupid person. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 33 of the Nitromania podcast. My name is Adam, I am your host, and I am jacked up on just enough Dayquil, hopefully to make it through this episode without having a massive coughing fit. Uh, this is, of course, Nitromania. This is the show that will get really good really soon. I hope. I promise. I promise. I promise. I promise. This is episode 33, as I said, which means that now there is one episode for each vertebrae in the human spine, counting each bone in the coccyx individually. Coccyx. One episode for each inning in the longest professional baseball game in history between the Rochester Red Wings and the Pawtucket Red Sox. Go Red Sox! In 1981. And one episode for every WrestleMania that's taken place. Last week on the show, we had a tag team main event with the bizarre and nonsensical stipulation that didn't end up mattering in the grand scheme of things whatsoever. And it led to a match this week between Ric Flair and the Giant, presumably for the world title. But let's find out together, shall we? It is Monday, April 29th, 1996, and we are live from yet another undisclosed location. Bischoff reminds us that tonight, Giant will face Flair for the title. Hey, we got that out of the way right at the beginning. Good to know. Everyone is convinced that Giant will leave with the belt, which means he won't. Also tonight, the tag titles are on the line against Harlem Heat, and Regal and the Bruiser are apparently fighting in the parking lot, or are going to be later on. (coughs) So much for that. Your opening contest tonight is the tag title match, so I guess the tension between Sting and Luger is gone without any kind of explanation whatsoever, because the last two weeks, Luger's been acting real facey. Sting and Booker start, there's a lot of arm ringers, and then Booker just kicks Sting square in the face. Irish whip to Sting, he ducks a couple clotheslines, and then kind of nudges Booker who sells it with that inside-out Rikishi flip. Luger tags in, Stevie tags in, and Stevie Ray goes on the offensive. Luger avoids a charging elbow in the corner and goes on the offensive himself. Sting tags in, they hit a double clothesline, and Sting gets a zero count on Stevie Ray. 
Another arm ringer, which Stevie breaks with a rake of the eyes. Booker tags in. Sting pushes off the headlock and gets shoulder blocked. Then a leapfrog and a drop kick by Sting, and he tags in Luger. Luger goes on the offensive as we go to commercial. We come back from break to Booker on the offensive against Sting with a sidewalk slam. The first spinneroonie on Nitro leads into a jumping heel kick, and Booker taunts the crowd instead of pinning, and thereby only gets a two-count. A bicycle kick gets another two. More offense by Booker. Sting is wearing his gay pride trunks for the second week in a row. Stevie Ray tags in and a double clothesline puts both men down. A hot tag to Luger and he hits some weird looking clotheslines on both men. Then power slams Booker, which is immediately broken up by Stevie. Sting tries to get in and gets immediately dumped. Some kind of double team powerbomb maneuver leads Jimmy Hart to throw a towel in the ring to try and save the titles. But Booker catches the towel and Stevie Ray exits the ring and grabs Jimmy and press slams him into the ring over the top rope. This distraction allows Sting to run into the ring and roll up Stevie Ray for the three count, despite not being the legal man in the match. Back from break for the team of Fire and Ice, Scott Norton in his uncomfortably low-cut singlet and his tag team partner making his Nitro debut, Ice Train. They are facing off against the Steiner Brothers, whose music starts to play as we get a shot of a ginger kid who looks like Vacation Jason, no one's going to get that reference, going crazy in the front row. This is four huge guys just fucking wailing on each other. Scott Steiner hits Scott Norton with an overhead belly-to-belly suplex, and the commentators are amazed. If you've never seen Ice Train before, just imagine Scott Norton, but black. The match ends quickly and very suddenly with Rick Steiner pinning Ice Train after a Steiner line. We are promised Ric Flair when we come back from break. We come back for Mean Gene. Pull up your socks and get ready. Who brings out Ric Flair. Flair is wearing the same green robe he's been wearing for weeks, so I guess Macho's money isn't going that far, is it? Flair says he's not worried about the giant, contrary to popular opinion, and continues to egg on Macho Man, calling Elizabeth the former Mrs. Macho Man repeatedly. Woman confirms that giant is half the man Flair is. Elizabeth confirms that the giant is nowhere near the man that Flair is, so average those out, really. The Flair leaves as Gene promises us the brawl between Bruiser and Regal when we come back. We then get our first vignette for what I can only assume is Glacier. Oh, boy. We come back from break to the middle of the brawl. You can tell this is a brawl because Regal and Finley are wearing t-shirts over their wrestling gear. And their fists are taped. So, legit, folks. This is this is real life. They are fighting amongst a circle of cars. Well, circle, it's four cars in a... Shut up. Finley attempts to bludgeon Regal with a piece of cinder block, but Regal gets it away from him, so Finley nails him with a tire instead, then rips the bumper off of a truck and crashes it over Regal's back. He then body slams Regal on the hood of another vehicle. Regal throws Finley onto the hood of a GMC Jimmy, I believe, and then elbow drops him on said hood. Finley chokes Regal with a seat belt. Finley then lifts Regal up and drops him throat first across the guardrail. There, there are guardrails in this parking lot. They end up in the bed of a pickup truck, and it looks like Regal might be bleeding through the back of his shirt. Bischoff promises to cut away if this becomes, quote, too graphic, unquote, for the viewers. Back in the middle of the circle, and when I say circle, again, it's really just four vehicles. 
all facing each other. Regal smacks, so maybe it's more of a square, I guess. Anyway, Regal smacks Finley with the bumper again onto the hood of what appears to be a Toyota Tercel. Regal tries to pile drive Finley, but Finley backdrops Regal onto the roof. Regal then pile drives Finley on the roof and pins Finley for three for the victory. Pins him. That was, that was how, that's a parking lot brawl. That ends with a pinfall. Anyway, Finley then gets up and grabs the bumper and threatens to beat the referee with it as Heenan screams that that's his rent-a-car. Classic. We come back from break for the main event. Enter the Giant with Jimmy Hart. Enter Flair with Woman and Elizabeth. Flair flirts with Deborah yet again as Mongo gets angry yet again to quote Eric Bischoff spoiling Raw last week. Yawn. The belt still says Macho Man. Bischoff says Flair is leaving that on there to rub it in Savage's face that he's the one who took the belt from him. Flair tries some offense. Giant no-sells everything. Flair panics and rolls out of the ring. Back in the ring and Giant tells Flair to bring it. Flair tries another shoulder block and drops like a brick. He then gets press slammed by the Giant. Giant whips Flair across the ring and he goes over the buckles to the floor. Flair retreats from the Giant on the outside and tries to have Woman run interference. Bischoff says off the top of his head he can't recall the last time Flair tied up with the Giant. I can tell you that at most it was, what, a month ago on Nitro? Back in the ring, Flair continues to try offense and gets nothing from it. Flair avoids a charging Giant in the corner and goes to the top rope. It goes exactly as you'd expect. A vertical suplex from Giant brings Flair down again. Flair blocks the chokeslam by grabbing the ropes. Woman and Elizabeth hop on the apron to distract Randerson, and Flair low blows the Giant. Flair goes after the Giant on his knees now, and Giant actually sells a little bit. Giant gets back to his feet. Flair rebounds off the ropes and punches Giant in the jaw, and Giant drops. Flair tucks something into his knee pad, gives the Giant a stomp, and puts Giant in the figure four. Giant magically comes back to life, sits up, Undertaker style, in the figure four, chokes Sam's flair, and wins the WCW World's Heavyweight Championship. And the crowd goes wild? Counter-programming for a live episode of Raw, I see. Jimmy Hart runs around the ring like a maniac. Mean Gene is in the ring with the new champ. Jimmy Hart is very excited. Jimmy says this. So, Giant's gonna fuck Jimmy Hart? Giant promises to be a fighting champion and says he will destroy any challenger that comes up against him. Gene tells us that he's sure Hulk Hogan is watching from home and sends it back to the desk. Bobby Heenan is in shock, despite predicting earlier that Flair would lose... Bischoff asks Heenan if Flair underestimated the Giant. Heenan suggests that Flair was distracted by his issues with Macho Man. Bischoff then announces that it's Sting versus Giant for the title at Slamboree. Mongo is happy because finally a Flair match ended without woman's interference. Bischoff promises more talk about Slamboree next week, and we go off the air. I quite enjoyed this episode of Nitro, actually. Nothing dragged, nothing was awful. I'd say the worst thing was that the tag match between the Steiners and Fire and Ice ended so abruptly. Uh, kind of weird for someone's Nitro to debut for them to be the one to eat the pinfall. 
Uh, as I mentioned earlier, this was likely due to counter-programming because they didn't know what Raw was going to be putting out there, so they went all out, gave us a great tag title match and a world title change. The giant flare match wasn't anything that'll knock anyone's socks off. It was basically almost the same story as the match they had a month ago. But this one didn't end in a no contest. Cage Match agrees this show has a 5.11 out of 10 over there, but pulled in a comparatively paltry 2.1 TV rating, likely due to the change in time slot because of the NBA playoffs. I believe the show actually started at 7 p.m. Eastern. Over on Raw, it is the night after In Your House 7, Good Friends, Better Enemies, and we are live from Sioux City, Iowa. We open with a brief glimpse at some post-in-your-house footage of the beginning of an angle I had completely forgotten about. Davy Boy Smith versus Shawn Michaels because Davy believes that Shawn slept with his wife. I think there's a reason I had forgotten about this angle. Mankind defeats Bart Gunn with the mandible claw. Jim Ross is with Bart backstage, and Mankind attacks him again. Stone Cold defeats some jobber named Scott Taylor. The fuck is that guy with the million dollar dream? Vince McMahon speaks to Jim Cornette, Davy Boy Smith, and Diana Smith Hart, along with Shawn Michaels, about Davy's accusations against Shawn. The Godwins and the New Rockers fight to a double countout. Jim Ross is with Mankind in a stairwell, and in your main event, the Ultimate Warrior pins Isaac Yankum, DDS, in his first ever match on Raw. This episode of Raw has a 3.1 out of 10 on Cage Match, so a fair bit lower than the rating for Nitro, but pulled in a 2.9 TV rating, defeating Nitro once again. And so, that is it for this episode of Nitro Mania. If you want to see me live and in person, come on out this Saturday to Lucky Pro Wrestling Homecoming at the Elks Lodge, 128 School Street in Clinton, Massachusetts. We have a big night of action planned for you there at that event. Plus, the return of the Champions Photo Op for free with your admission before the show starts. All the LPW Champions will be in the ring, and you can get your picture taken. Again, free. Free. I do hope you enjoyed this episode and all the shows here on the Rundown feed. If you'd like to support the various shows on our feed, Nitromania, The Rundown Sit-Down, WrestleMania Salvation, NXT Revisited, Glowstick, or The Rundown itself, please consider donating to us to help pay our hosting fees. You make a one-time donation by going to paypal.me slash rundownwrestling, or consider becoming a patron of our show and our feed at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. For the paltry sum of $5 a month, patrons have access to exclusive bonus episodes that are available nowhere else, including the new Troyal Rumble series, exclusive early access to all the pre-taped shows like Nitromania, like WrestleMania Salvation, uh, and... All of that, for again, for $5 a month, for $10 a month, the next level up, you get access to all that content, plus the ability to guest host on any show on this feed except for the Rundown Sit-Down. So you can come and watch an episode of Nitro with me or a pay-per-view, uh, a WCW pay-per-view in an episode of Nitro with me. You can watch a WrestleMania with Sal, uh, an episode of Glow with, uh, with Troy, or an episode of NXT with Troy, or... If you want to be a real cool kid, you can uh, guest host on uh, an episode of The Rundown and talk about current day stuff. So that is on Patreon, patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. We appreciate all of the people who have donated. We appreciate our two backers uh, that are on Patreon right now. 
Uh, and uh, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support for this show and all the shows on this here feed. Uh, I also highly recommend checking out all the shows on the Questionable Endeavor Network at questandnetwork.com. Uh, like, for instance, this one. Hello, Questionable Endeavor Network listener. If you're a current or former fan of wrestling, you should check out the Raw Attitude Podcast, hosted by me, retired professional wrestler Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. On the show, I chronologically recap episodes of WWE Monday Night Raw from the Attitude Era, a time period where wrestling became more violent, more profane, and more sexual simply because, well, that's what we the fans demanded from the product in the late 1990s. Listen along with me as I revisit the crazy antics of The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon, The Undertaker, Mick Foley, and many more of your childhood favorites. You can subscribe to the Raw Attitude Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play, or you can listen to each new episode on the Questionable Endeavor Network website, questandnetwork.com. That's the Raw Attitude Podcast, hosted by me, Henry Hugepex, the suplex-throwing human duplex. Oh baby, I like it raw, and I know that you will too. Again, all the Quest End shows can be found at questendnetwork.com and their various iTunes and Stitcher feeds or YouTube channels, depending. Uh, there's something for everyone over there, so please check them out. We have well, some more wrestling shows, some more fantasy shows. There's a, a, a live play D&D show on the network now, uh, a Let's Play YouTube series over there, Nerd Control, so check everybody out over there. If you want to get in touch with me, you can do so on Twitter, at NitromaniaPod, N-I-T-R-O-M-A-N-I-A-P-O-D, or NitromaniaPod at gmail.com. Like I said last week, if you have suggestions for who you would like to hear on this show as a guest host for a future pay-per-view episode, please let me know, and I will see what I can do uh, to, to get them on the show. Next week, we continue on the slow train to Slamboree with the brand new WCW World Heavyweight Champion defending against all comers, so he claims. So until then, friends, so long, thanks for all the fish, and be sure to tune in next week to another action-packed episode of Nitro Mayhem.